So we have SaaS plans that range from uh, from ninety dollars a month to a couple hundred dollars a month. So we we do try to target at, at people for whatever their needs are. High volume customers, they're going to pay about uh, eight thousand dollars a year for the SaaS plans, up to for enterprise sales, thirty six thousand dollars a year for the license plus uh, fees for hosting and stuff like that. You are listening to conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We got to grow faster. Minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. We want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Carl Groves. He's the founder of a company called Tenon.io. Their web accessibility testing uh, has a platform. They're testing after the fact. They seek to solve that. Tenon is a -a one-of-a-kind accessibility testing tool that is aimed at offering unprecedented flexibility and tooling for designers, developers, testers, and content authors. Carl, you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, let's do it. So what category do I put this in? I mean, is this like kind of a Rainforest QA kind of concept or is it different? So the idea is basically to do specialized testing, uh, especially functional testing, in a way that can be added to other QA platforms uh, and and things like that. Things like Cypress, things like Selenium testing, uh, automated test and build scenarios like Jenkins, Bamboo, Travis, all that sort of stuff. Okay, so who's buying this, though? Is it the designer, the developer? Well, in our case, because we're the first SaaS platform to do this, we do have a variety of customers from uh, small design agencies to uh, small and mid-sized companies to even massive companies uh, that are that are in the uh, enterprise software space. Okay. Can you give me a general sense? What's the average customer going to pay you per month to use your technology? So we have SaaS plans that range from uh, from $90 a month to a couple hundred dollars a month. So we, we do try to target at, at people for whatever their needs are. High volume customers, they're going to pay about uh, $8,000 a year for the SaaS plans up to, for enterprise sales, $36,000 a year for the license plus uh, fees for hosting and stuff like that. Okay. When you look at though, just the SaaS component of your business, what do you think at fair mm-hmm. averages for an annual contract value? Are we talking like a grand or 10 grand or 100 grand? No, for those, for annual, we're talking somewhere in that four to $8,000 uh, a year range. Okay, got it. So 4,000 divided by 12, that's like caught 300, 400 bucks a month, something like that. Yeah, exactly. That one, I think that, that mid-tier plan is like 450 or something like that. Okay. And so when you say that the people pay more based off volume, what do you define volume as? Give, help me understand the usage metrics. Right. So we char- the, the fee that we charge is basically for the API calls that run the testing. 
All the other stuff, platform access, reporting data, archival access, all that sort of stuff is free, even the add-ons. So we do, but we are charging per API call. So that would be a request for us to test a web page or even part of a page in those cases. And can you give me a sense of scale? So last month, how many total API costs through your platform altogether? Well, a uh, couple hundred thousand. Okay. Uh, of API calls per uh, per month usually. Okay. Well, I mean, when you how do you get up to you know ten million, a hundred million APIs call, uh, API calls per month? Uh, so those would be those would be uh, platform providers and stuff like that. So, for instance, one of our customers is a company called Hannon Hill. Hannon Hill has a, a content management system, massive, massive amounts of customers. And so what they do is they literally test every single page every single day. And those and those calls are we're talking about uh, several hundred thousand uh, a month just for that one customer. Mm -hmm. So the idea being uh, really in terms of scaling for a customer and, and of course scaling and business wise for us, it would be to have uh, more of those customers who uh, autom uh, automate their builds, automate their QA with like nightly runs for everything or spidering their entire sites, especially if they have a lot of content. Mm -hmm. And okay, so you mentioned Hannon Hill. That's one customer. How many customers are you serving now today? Uh, so we have 10,000 users on the platform today. Uh, a lot of our revenue comes from enterprise sales. So those are going to be, so we have about 110 uh, paying customers uh, right now. Yep, that's great. And put it on a timeline for me. When did you launch the company? 2014. Okay, 2014. That's good. And do you remember, I mean, do you remember uh, how much money you spent building the code before you had your first dollar of revenue? <laughs> I don't. And here's why, because I'm, I'm not only a founder, but I'm also a, a technologist. So a lot of the code that went into this was, was really code that I've been playing around for a long time. And eventually I said, you know what, I should turn this into a product. So many, many, many hundreds of hours that I have no way to account for right now when we went to, uh, when we went to the paid model. Well, let me ask you a different question. Uh, when did you write your first line of code? Uh, that would be 2012 or so. Okay. And yeah. when did you have your first dollar of revenue? 2014. Okay. So about two years, yeah. two years of yeah. kind of tinkering, coding, developing. Yeah. 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 Now today, have you bootstrapped the company or did you decide to raise capital? 100% bootstrapped. Every single piece of money uh, that, that we make goes right back in. Uh, and we're a cash positive business. That's great. What's the team size look like today? How many people? 14. 14, 14 folks. People. That's yeah. good. How many engineers? About five. Five. Okay. And five. What, are, what are the rest? Uh, so we also offer services around the product. So it's almost like uh, uh, one of the things that we end up seeing is customers say, your tool found a whole bunch of problems. We don't know how to fix them. And so we have services around consulting, training, uh, and even development services for those customers who need that help. Okay. If you looked at though just last month on a pure SaaS basis, how much revenue would you attribute to just your SaaS business model last month? Probably, we're almost at a 50-50 split. Uh, it depends on, it, especially with the SaaS kind of stuff. Um, the SaaS is not as, as uh, revenue generating as the enterprise sales are. So I would say all in, we're, we're probably about 50-50, maybe a little bit closer to 60 on the uh, on the product side. Okay. And was total last month something around $30,000? So about 15 grand, and that was maybe SaaS and the other 15 services? Well, total was a lot more than that. <laughs> but yeah, so I would say 
uh, I would say that we're talking about, like I said, about 50 to 60% being product. Yeah. Well, what I, the percentages are great, but, uh, you know, 50% of a dollar is way different than 50% of 10 million a month. So I'm trying to understand the, the math I'm doing there, as you yeah, mentioned. So we're talking about, yeah, we're talking more along the lines of a hundred to 150,000. Okay. Got it. So if you, if, so you're saying 50% of that, so about $50,000 per month, you're saying is coming in from just the pure SaaS business. Yeah, that's okay. Good. That's healthy. So, so 110 customers at 300 bucks a month is only, you know, $33,000 a month in terms of SaaS. So it sounds like your, your price point, your average price point is probably higher than 300 bucks per month. Yes, absolutely. Because like I said, because of the, uh, uh, because of some of the higher purchases, the higher usage purchases, the balance actually ends up going towards those higher price points for yeah. the for the specific plan. So just to be clear, if you last month you're talking 100 grand uh, in revenue, uh, and you said 50 50 split between SaaS and professional services, that would mean you've got again 110 customers paying more like an average of 500 bucks a month for 55 thousand dollars a month in about in SaaS revenue. Does that sound better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, good. Where are you, so where are you getting these customers from? So a lot of it is word of mouth. Um, a large amount of it is, is, is word of mouth at this point. Uh, I, for years before I founded the company, I was a recognized thought leader in the, in, the, uh, in the field. So a lot of that comes from reputation, not just for me, but also that, that, that initial uh, attention to the product because of my reputation helped sort of push that snowball down. down how did you build that reputation? Though? Was it inside another company or how did you do it? Blogging and speaking appearances, really. Um, so, so I did, I, I've put out a couple hundred blog posts on the topic. I've spoken on, uh, about four continents on the topic and, and well, what's it, so what's stuff. like the key, your keynote title? When, if I see you speaking at a conference, what's your keynote likely to be called? Uh, everything we know, uh, which is, uh, which is a breakdown of, of a lot of the data that we've gathered through at this point, millions of API calls and, and the assessment of that data. Uh, I break that down to show what the common problems are that people have, uh, that people commit, and the patterns that we see based on certain platforms and things like that. Okay. And how did you get your first customer? Do you remember? My first <laughs> – well, we went into – so we went into a, a private beta phase uh, where we had just a handful of people using it. We went into a – and then in, there was an open beta phase. We let anybody play with it. And then there was a large conference in our industry called CSUN. Uh, California State University Northridge has a conference on disabilities. And we went live the day, uh, the, the first day that that conference opened back in 2015. With, that's when we went live for, for paying customers and literally uh, started having signups as soon as the mailing list. Spell the, spell the name of that conference, S-E? C-S-U-N. S E C S U N. No, it's uh, CSUN. C S U N. California State. As you guys know, I'm always testing new digital products like our online magazine, which we also ship out. And by far the toughest part about selling this magazine is my email inbox after we announce a new issue. It's always full of people asking for that tax options and can we pay via PayPal and all that. Now, if I had known about FastSpring, these issues would have been solved because FastSpring enables me to brand my checkout page, handle VAT taxes at scale, add PayPal checkout options, and everything all in one unique platform. Now, thankfully, I've found FastSpring. We're working together today. If you'd like to use them as well, check them out at fastspring.com forward slash top. Again, that's fastspring.com forward slash top to learn why companies like Adobe sell their digital products using FastSpring.
So season conference, you spoke there, you went live. So how did you convert audience members to like get on your list and actually convert into paid plans? Well, the cool thing about that is because during the during that beta period that we had, we had uh, a large mailing list get built up ahead of time. How large? So we had uh, we had about a thousand people on the mailing list before we even had had the uh, open beta. So we had a large mailing list built up ahead of time. We did have a free demo page, which is a single page thing. You go there, you demo the product, you see whether it does what it's supposed to do. And then there, from there, we had a mailing list sign up. Just said, hey, sign up for our mailing list if you like what you saw. And so, and so in advance of the conference, then we put out a big blast. You know, I have, I have uh, several thousand Twitter followers. So we had the, my Twitter, you know, my Twitter feed was filled with the announcements, all that sort of stuff. The mailing list went out, and it, yeah, we just had had started paying uh, SaaS customers right there within an hour of the announcement. And do these folks stick? What's your churn over the past twelve months? Churn's been kind of high because of the we've we've made a shift to the pricing model. We had a very, very tiny, uh, very, very tiny plan that has been sunsetted. So a lot of those people churned out. How much was that tiny plan? Of, uh, nine bucks a month. Okay. Yeah, we called it the micro plan. Those people churned out when we raised all the prices. So churn's not, churn's, uh, churn was pretty bad over the last 12 months. However, uh, a vast majority of those early customers are still with us today. Yeah, well, but Carl, just to be clear, so your your logo churn might have been bad because you were churning low-priced logos, but your revenue churn should have been per- hopefully healthier, right? What was your revenue churn over the past 12 months? Uh, you know, I don't have that. I don't have that number ahead of me, but you're exactly right. You know, when w- with the change of the pricing, we didn't actually lose any money. Yeah. Well, so do you know what, I mean, can you say maybe churn is definitely less than X? What, what do you think it's definitely better than? I just had no idea of that. Isn't that like a critical metric in SaaS? I mean, you have to know that number or at least a range. Yeah, it is. I mean, uh, you know, we we pay more attention to overall revenue and 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 uh, lifetime value and stuff like that in terms in ten, instead of the. Uh, okay. The, well, the, what what do you put lifetime value at then? Look. And and tell me how you calculate. It sounds like you're looking at something. I'd love to learn how you calculate this. I'm just getting it from Stripe. Okay. <laughs> so. The Stripe, the Stripe data uh, has been really great for us. The, the Stripe data is um, is uh, immensely useful. We've been with them for a long time. That's great. Uh, Have you used any of their debt products? I know they're trying to get into you know Stripe credit card and Stripe merchant advances. And yeah, we did that. We, we did uh, so. We did do an, a Stripe advance, and that was extremely convenient for us. We did a Stripe advance uh, because uh, I wanted to pay down some credit card debt. And and the rate that they gave was way better than the credit card. What so was the rate? It. So how much did you take from them, and what was what it cost you? Took fifteen, um, and I paid it off so long ago I don't remember what okay. it was. You took fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Took that just transfer. And what's c- convenient about it is it just comes out of the the money that they would otherwise be sending you. So. Yep. Yep. So what do you think lifetime value is at? Uh, that is not, I'm having a hard time finding that. That's okay. I mean, I guess the reason I'm asking this is because like, ultimately this impacts like everything else in your business. In other words, if you churn all your customers every month, then you have to hustle every month to get a bunch of new customers and you end up on this wheel that never ends. No. Yeah, you're right. It is. It's that's, that's one of the things you have to pay closest attention to is making sure that you're in touch with people, that they have an avenue to communicate with you that to to communicate any concerns they have any problems they have with the product or something like that to keep them from 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 turning especially in this 
uh, in this industry because accessibility is the kind of thing that people spend a brief period of time on, right? Yeah, but they Carl, like to your point though, this is really important, but you don't know what the, I mean, you don't know what the number is. So how do you know if you're doing good or not good? Because <laughs> you're putting me on the spot, really. Uh, I don't. I just don't have access to the data that you're that you're asking me about, and I guess I should have had that uh, in front of me. Well, no, no, it's okay. I mean, but but most people. I mean, right behind revenue, churn is like the maybe the second most critical SaaS metric to building a SaaS company. Mm-hmm. So usually, I mean, most folks generally know, hey, we have less than ten percent revenue churn annually, or it's less than fifty percent, or something like that. When I asked you for a range, you said you really have no idea. Yeah, yeah, and part of that is because we don't pay as much attention to those metrics as we do for other things. I'll give you a great example, right? So the top the top SaaS plan is 8250 a year, right? 8250? Yes, per year. However, the 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 starting point for our enterprise sales is $36,000. So obviously winning those deals getting the getting that money in the door is going to be a lot more critical for for us than than selling SaaS stuff. The SaaS is uh, obviously a focus. We're the very first SaaS company to do what we do. But money-wise, uh, you know, one one sale of a of an enterprise install is is far more money. Yeah, but not maybe in the short term. But you have to go make no, those one time. Are- you have to go make those one time sales every single month. The churn stuff, the SaaS stuff, should stick. That's the point of a SaaS business model. It revenue compounds over time. Yes, and the, uh, as a matter of fact, every single one of our enterprise customers are still with us. Some of them have been with us since since 2015. Okay, I mean, so that's so, a good back of the napkin metric in terms of churn, right? Now, do you have any salespeople? Uh, yes, yes, we have two salespeople. Quota carrying? Uh, yes. Okay, so when you look at, I mean, do you have payback data? In other words, if you're gonna go sign up a customer at 500 bucks a month, do you know what it costs you to get that customer fully weighted? No. Okay. No. Okay. I mean, do you have a typical salesperson kind of comp plan where there's kind of 30, 40% commission plus some base? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So your biggest cost you would say are, are is a salesperson commission. You're not doing a lot of paid ads or Facebook ads or travel or stuff. We do, uh, we do highly, highly targeted ads on LinkedIn. Uh, that's usually, and then a lot of the other stuff is cold outreach. We do have some, we, we do have a, a sales assistant who does cold outreach tries to bring in some some interest from uh, from people we've identified as as key targets. What are we talking about per month? Though? Are you talking like five thousand in paid spend a month, ten thousand in paid spend a month? Uh, right now we're talking about two thousand. Okay, good. Okay, so fairly fairly small, two percent of your total revenue. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Okay, and help me understand growth. So if you're doing call it fifty thousand dollars a month today on the SaaS platform, what were you doing exactly a year ago? Do you remember? We were doing. I have overall numbers for the for the company itself what was um, that exactly a year ago do you remember that was that was uh, our our income our revenue last year was seven hundred and eighty thousand. and what do you think you'll hit this year now we're already past two two million that's great okay so maybe you know three x year over your growth it's pretty darn healthy yeah yeah that's great congrats yeah. all right carl let's wrap up here with the famous five number one what's your favorite business book <laughs> my favorite business book uh okay let's skip that one <laughs> uh, you said skip that one okay number two is, yeah, there, is yeah. there a ceo you're following or studying um no number three what's your favorite online tool for building your company uh we have just switched everything over to hubspot we okay. had previously had a, a pile of other tools here and there and we switched all to hubspot number four how many hours of sleep do you get every night eight Okay. And what's your situation? Married, single kids? 
married two kids. Two kiddos. Okay. And how old are you? I am 46. Last question. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Uh, what do I wish my 20 year old self knew? So keep in mind that my 20 year old self, uh, you know, there, there was no such thing as any of this stuff, the, the internet, the SAS, all that sort of stuff. Um, and I wish I had known, uh, to, uh, to latch into that, uh, the technology earlier than I did. I was going down an entirely different path at that time. And, uh, and I think being earlier in the technology would have been, a, would have been a big benefit. Guys, there you have it. Tenon, helping folks with accessibility, testing, training, and tooling. They'll do over $2 million in revenue this year across 110 customers paying anywhere between $500 up to call it three, $4,000 per month. 14 people on the team totally bootstrapped uh, five engineers, two sales reps as they look to continue to scale. Carl, thanks for taking us to the top. All right, thanks.